Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. I'd like to address two assumptions about this gospel reading that I think would be inaccurate. The first one is this. When these ten meet Jesus, this is not a calm scene. It's very tense. Well, if you're a leper, you're not allowed to go near people. In fact, there probably are people, he's entering the village, there's people around. And they are afraid, and they are agitated, they are judgmental. Because back in the, that day, leprosy was not only an illness, it was a conviction that you did something wrong. Either you or your family sinned against God, and this is God's punishment. The other assumption I want to address here is, and this is for me too, I have always thought of this gospel passage as one about gratitude. But I think more profoundly, it's about faith. I was reading Peter Kreft, who's a philosopher from Boston College. He has a beautiful book of commentary on the Sunday Gospels called Food for the Soul. And he talks about how this this gospel is all about faith and layers of faith. And once he said that, I said, oh my gosh, yes. It's right in here. When they come up to Jesus, the fact that they thought that Jesus could heal them already is a layer of faith. And then the fact that they call him master, Jesus master, have pity on us, is another level. They not only see Jesus as a healer, but as somebody of great authority, probably for them a great prophet. And there's one more level of faith that you might not see, you might not realize. I didn't until I read his commentary. It showed great faith that they did what Jesus told them to do. He tells them, go show yourselves to the priest. They could have said right then, why is he sending us to the priest? Why doesn't he heal us? We've been to the priest before. That doesn't work. But they had faith. They did what Jesus said. Now, I looked at my own life when I was reading about this, and I'm inviting you to do the same thing. What do I do? When you go to God, and you pray about something you need, either a healing or something that's all tied up in a knot, what do I do? Do I have these levels of faith? Do I come first of all in my prayer believing that Jesus can help me with this? And then do I listen to what he might want me to do? So I think a lot of times without realizing it, we pray like this. We're holding what we want to pray for and we throw it at God and we say, here, fix it. And that's not the way God works. So do I listen to what God wants me to do? Now, here's the thing. I think for a lot of times the temptation can come in here. I expect what I know God needs to do. And I also expect him to talk to me right when I'm talking to him. But God talks to us all day long. 
It might not be right when I pray. It might come through a voice of a friend or several people start talking to me about something. I said, that's just what I was praying about. Or maybe it's going to come from scripture. When you're asking for something, do you ever go to scripture? You can even Google it now. Um, You just put in your theme and say Bible. And it'll come up all the places in the Bible that deal with whatever you're thinking about. And do I look at those passages? Do I listen, Lord, are you talking to me through this sacred word? Do I do that? Because that's what they did. Jesus told them something they didn't expect. They expected to be healed on the spot. And he sends them to the priests. And they did it because they believed. And it's on the way there that they were cleansed. Now, it is about gratitude and ingratitude, but it's part of the dynamic of faith. This one man realized, I need to go back and say thank you about that. I want to be in a relationship with this prophet, this Jesus of Nazareth. And he comes back to say thank you. And you know what? He's a Samaritan. Now, this would have bristled all the people who heard this. They would not expect a Samaritan to have that kind of faith. How's the level of gratitude in my life? Now, I was at a parish once, and usually this gospel is, uh, is proclaimed a lot of times on Thanksgiving. So I was in this parish. I've been there for several years. I had this idea. It was a risk. I thought, what if I go out into the congregation and ask people, what are you thankful for? The first time I did it, it was scary, because I thought, what if nobody raises their hands? (laughs) And I just walked out there. But it didn't happen that way. I walked out, it was a woman sitting right where you're sitting there in that first row. And the first thing that people were thankful for that she, she started with was she said this, you have to think about this for a second. She said, purgatory. I thought, purgatory? And then I got what she meant. She was thankful we don't have to be perfect when we die. You know? That we got a chance to be purged of the things that we didn't finish. So we can go to heaven. Well, that was actually deeply theologically profound. And then people said things like, they're thankful for their family. They're thankful for their faith. They're thankful for their health. And then somewhere around this part of the church... Man stood up and said, I'm thankful for the person who gave me their liver so that I could be alive. Somehow this person must have died. Use my body, if it's helpful, to help someone else live. And I thought, wow, how profound again. And then I was in the back of the church and there were the two little boys. They were like in third grade. They were identical twins. And I said, what are you guys thankful for? We're thankful that our sister is is doing well. And then it hit me. This was the family. Their college-age sister was at Gainesville. She got bit evidently by a mosquito and developed encephalitis. She was in a coma for a big part of a week. They didn't know if she was going to make it. They didn't know if she'd have permanent brain damage. And I said to these little boys, because I heard about that, and I heard about her coming through that, but I didn't hear what happened after that. I said, well, how is she doing? 
They said, he looked down the end of the row, they said, there she is right there. And she stood up fully healthy. And the whole church burst out in applause. So there we were before the altar of God, giving thanks for his healing, his presence and guidance in our lives. We had come to say thank you, just like this man did. And then Jesus does these amazing things at the end. Here is this man who now can come right up to Jesus, profusely thanking him, laying at his feet. That's a high level of gratitude. And Jesus says to him, stand up. He's telling him, stand up and receive back your dignity and go. Just the same thing that happens to us every Sunday, the end of Mass, as we're sent out to be disciples. Can you imagine that man? Jesus was telling him, you've been healed. And Jesus says what's even deeper, your faith has saved you. You are healed and saved. Go out and live that life. Can you imagine that man's life from that moment forward? Well, that's what he wants for you and me. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.